What's up, weebs? Welcome back to another episode of Weecast, and this today's a special episode, and we'll get in that to a limit for right now. I need to tell you about today's sponsor, and that is Clark's, because today's episode is brought to you by Clark's. And Clark's story began almost 200 years ago when Cyrus and James Clark made a slipper from sheepskin. At the time, it was groundbreaking, a combination of invention and craftsmanship that remained at the heart of what Clark's does. And from the very beginning, Clark's has always thought differently. Brilliant ideas are what set Clark's apart. So we're teaming up, us Weaves and Clark's and Podgo to bring you 30% off on select items, including on the iconic Clark's Desert Boot by going to podgo.co forward slash Clark's. And that's podgo.co forward slash Clark's. Now, get ready for the episode and get ready for that classic. Hey, yo. All right. See you guys. Right. We it's what we do best. We we <laughs> we pillage. Yeah. So they're going right into that village, right? And and all, I'm like, oh great. And then when I see it shift to this family, you know, just, just <sighs> chilling, you know, talking about Christianity, <laughs> eating, you know. I was like, please, oh God, please. And it's it's heart wrenching. Mm-hmm. Um, I and I do want to talk about that a little bit. I want to talk about some of the themes that they bring up, especially in religion and Christianity, but. Um, just seeing, I think what really, I think the most striking thing was when I, when that woman, one of the, I guess one of the oldest, eldest daughters was outside and she was just watching Askeladd and his men just out here, just slaughtering her family, mm-hmm. uh, and the rest of the townsfolk and just taking all their food. And I'm just like, this is, this, I mean, you would, this is like hell. This is, this yeah. is hell. You know, this is the end of you. This is your world crumbling mm-hmm. down just because, you know, for her, it was everything for them. They were like, oh, this is just a place to stay for a few days and we're mm-hmm. moving on. We got to still march, you know, um, it was such a, it was a powerful episode uh, and the scenery, the, the imagery was great. Um, and what Wit Studio does really well, I don't know why, but they animate the hands oh, so yeah. well and it sounds silly. It, it, guys, if you people who love Attack, watch the first two seasons of Attack on Titan. Watch, watch Vinland Saga a little closely. Whenever they do a close up of a hand uh, or a body part, it looks so good, and it it it's almost indescribable. But you can almost feel like the emotion from just looking at their scarred, cold mm-hmm. hand uh, or brutal or you know battered hand. It's it's amazing. It's I don't know why Wit Studio is good yeah. at that. But I'm happy that they're good. No, and like <laughs> you bring up a good point, and and the idea of religion, because that same episode, the the daughter who was watching her her family and and friends be massacred, oh um, it starts out yeah. with this small subplot that she goes to a tree to find a, a ring that she stole, and she's praying to God to forgive it. That's right. Um, and there's yes. so much emphasis on the hand. Like she puts the ring on, she takes it off, she hides it in the knot of the tree. Um, and she's like, I'm, I'm sure you'll forgive me. You know, you died for my sins. I hope this can be one of those things that you forgive. Um, I feel bad, but it looks so good on me. And like, that's her, that's her world. That's the biggest problem to her is that God's going to be mad that she took this ring off of some merchant table. And, <laughs> it's incredible. and then she turns around and like it, oh heartbreaking man 
I was. What, what was your one of your favorite? I episodes? think one of my favorite episodes. It, it kind of comes down to like I always enjoy the tactical genius and not like L from from Death Note because like I always feel like that was just a cop out of just like oh I knew yeah it's it's yeah. a little overplayed but, but we get to see how smart Askeladd is. Uh, I, I can't remember which one it is, but there's this uh, fort that they're trying to get to, and they're like the only, only way we could get to it is if we went by river, and it would take us days oh, to get our boats days. around the entire <laughs> island and then go up river. So they're like, "All right, fuck it, let's get these boats on hand and let's run this bitch <laughs> into the ri- into the lake behind the base, and then we will storm the castle." It was a great. Moment. I loved it. I think it's tied for for that one versus when it's very very end and they're they're facing down the king and canute is is mm-hmm. sitting there like i'm ready to claim my throne and it i just remember getting like strong skyrim vibes of like all right you gotta save man you gotta save before you do anything because oh this is God. not gonna yes, end well yes, for you yes. and the tacticalness and the foresight that Ascalad has in planning all of this not only told me he's a smart character, but how he's a smart character. Like, with L, he's just a smart character because he knows everything by the time that it needs to become real. Yeah, the story needs that. It just needed him to yeah, be smart. Yeah, exactly. And in Askeladd's case, it felt, and I, I'm glad you brought that up too, because it didn't feel like the, it didn't feel like, because the show never kind of made it, it didn't, it does a good way of showing and mm-hmm. not telling. Um, because you know when, because looking back at it, like he was always mm-hmm. scheming. You know, from his in, his introduction, mm-hmm. um, he was always that smart. But it didn't feel like I noticed it until like the latter half of the show. I'm like, oh yeah. my god, this dude's this dude's a mastermind. Mm-hmm. Uh, but a really believable one, which makes it a little more scary too. At the and, same and, time, and they do a good job of giving you reason, and then at the same time, they give like that mystical anime reason. Um, Yes. You know, I don't. Yeah, yeah. I don't want to spoil the entire show. I, I, I do want your audience to like be like interested of like what's the magical reason. <laughs> but like true, there true. was there was a connection of like no, he's this smart because because of magic anime reasons. I love it. I'm here for it. Don't get me wrong. Um, and it was just like oh yeah no, and I and I bought it. It's it's kind of that JoJo's buy in. You know, you're just like yeah That's no, true. of, of yeah. course you know he he jumped. In. I'm watching JoJo's Bizarre Adventure. I, I was on the last arc that's on. <laughs> If you guys can't tell. And, and I was watching it, and it was like, all right, you need to get her back into the turtle. And that's exactly when my wife walks by and goes, I don't even need to know. I don't I, I'm done. I'm out. I'm here. You know what? I'll, I'll leave it to it. You know. <laughs> Do you? Uh, and I was like, let me explain. No, 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 no. No, it's good. Nah, I don't need to hear it. I'm not hearing it. <laughs> uh, but I, one of the criticisms, I, like, we, we, we gushed over mm-hmm. it a lot, all right? And a few criticisms I've seen, and from what asking some people this weekend, I was asking you know, I was asking some of my friends like, "Have you watched mm-hmm. this saga? How did you, what did you think about it?" They they always most of them kind of came to since that like, they thought the beginning was a little slow, um, that it didn't it felt a little disjointed or a little that they thought Thorfinn was a little too annoying in in the okay. beginning. And and looking back on, I don't. I think maybe my first run through of it, I may have felt that way. Um, I but not on this, not on my recent run th- playthrough. I, it doesn't. He doesn't annoy me. Uh, maybe slow. Uh, maybe I'll mm-hmm. take that. I, I think it does. It does try to set up things. Uh, 
for the show. But other than that, the only real downside of the show, from other than being only twenty four episodes in just one season, I, I think. Well, you know, I should have planned this, but I, I thought I was like, I thought I could come up with a good downside of it, but like maybe the only really downside is that I don't know lack of. You know what, David? I think yeah. I'm stumped. What What does this show do? in your mind, that you find it a little bit lacking? I think sometimes, and this this mm-hmm. is such a, a minute criticism. Yeah, I know. I was going to say, it would have to be yeah. nitpicking. But I think yeah. sometimes they do too many establishing shots. You know, their camera pan across the forest okay. or something along those lines. Because that kills the pacing yeah. sometimes. Like, really intense mm. dialogue is happening. And then Askeladd's group is walking across the forest. Yeah, that now that you say that, some of those those are the moments where I'm like I'm like looking off to the mm. side, something else, or working on something because I know I'm going to get a few seconds yeah. of this. I'm like, oh, okay, I don't have to pay attention too much. You know what? That's a yeah. good point. You you always you sounded smarter than <laughs> and you turns out it's <laughs> not what you say; it's how you say it, my friend. Uh, <laughs> no, and like to 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 the point, like I can see why. Um, why Thorfinn's character in those first few episodes would be really hard to deal yeah. with. But when you look at like mm-hmm. the the carryover from father to son, we see we see Thor yes. and we see that he's a violent man with a past. And we know that he has that berserker's rage within him. And yes. this is this is only coming from the eyes of somebody who has finished the series. And we see that same thing is happening in Thorfinn, in Son of Thor. And uh he's sitting there like beating up the other kids in his little village um and i thought that was really interesting too yeah where like he seemed oh so overly aggressive um just really rambunctious like like or they were they trying to put a theme in where like you know you just you know you can't you know can't take your family's blood out of you or something like that like I was wondering where they were going with that. I, I think um, it's like sins of the father kind of thing, right? Like you, you yeah, still have okay. the aspects of your family, and you can still look forward to uh, the training and the diligence that that Thor took into his life to become a compassionate man, to to grow and learn from his trials. And I think it was one of those things that was why I connected with it so much, because I got daddy issues. If you go to Comic Trades Monthly, I talk about my daddy issues all the damn time. Um, and and to see that, just that candle snuffed out so quickly, and the, the opportunity mm-hmm. to see Thorfinn grow into the man he could become, the potential that was lost, um, explains the rest of his character, of why he's so angry, why he's ready to go into that, that classic Viking berserker's rage kind of thing. You know what I mean? I, yeah, you know, I, and I, when you say that, I, it reminds me of the one of the later episodes, 22, 23, the reunion. I think it was called mm. Reunion when he met, was it Leaf? Was it Leaf, Leaf again? Yeah. I think. Yeah, yeah. And I was like, and I got goosebumps, honestly. Like, I remember when, when he, like, hugs him and and Thorfinn's eyes and was like, I, I know this guy. Oh, my God. Yeah. And it I was like, and it just brought back to simpler times. I wish they were going to do a uh, Wit could have done something really cool with that little moment. But in my mind, I was going back and I was seeing uh, innocent Thorfinn and I was seeing Thorfinn who was training in the woods 
um, with just one sole purpose in his mind. And how, like you said, it kind of taints. It kind of mm-hmm. taints him. And he's like, you know what? I really don't care. I don't really care how my mom's sister's doing. To be honest, I really don't care about you yeah. right now because I still got, I got as long. And I think that's what he says. As long, or maybe Leaf says that it's like as long as that guy's breathing, this is all you're gonna be doing. You're like, there's nothing else to you. As long as Askeladd's still breathing, you're just gonna keep doing yeah. this. And I was like, yeah, that's. And I, I kind of found a little bit of connection to that. Um, and we're not gonna get deep here, Weed, <laughs> right? But you know, we all have our, th- you know, things that we tie. We have mental ties to that kind of hampers. And us to move mm. forward. I'll say it like that. And that I thought that was actually something really. I, it, it was an unsaid kind of moral of the story of that, at least of that of those few episodes that I really yeah. liked. Because um, I didn't think I would expect it in a show about Vikings. Oh, so <laughs> maybe that's also a reason why I thought I thought it was really, really mm-hmm. jarring, but in a, in a good mm-hmm. way though. I I agree with you wholeheartedly. Like I didn't expect to walk away like with a, oh, oh that's, I learned something. I'm it touched me, and my heart is is growing three sizes too big. Like ah, I can't handle this. <laughs> we all had we all had a little yeah. moment, you know, watching watching this uh, watching this show. Um, there was something else I wanted to bring okay. up, uh, and that's because and that's. You know, I think we we did talk a lot about the plot and what we liked about it. So I want to kind of step back because I feel because we could talk about mm-hmm. it all day. Trust me. Um, but I do want to kind of talk about the production of it, and I wanted to get your thoughts on it. We talked a little bit about how Wit Studio does did a really well. I I thought it did a really well good job of exp, you know displaying emotions uh, with the stills with the hands, and there's so many examples. I think the first example was. Uh, early on, might have been episode one or two, maybe or when like Thorfinn finds that mm-hmm. knife, finds his short, and then uh, Thor just like comes down and just grabs it, and that I'm like, oh god, that's a good mm-hmm. shot right there. And um, but what did you think about the the opening? So I think it has two openings, yeah. right? At the um, the one by Man with a Mission, that was the second one, Dark Crow, and then the first one. Ooh, not even gonna say I can't remember anything, but I know it starts with the Amaretto, and I think that's done by Survive said the Prophet. Um and I, I was I'm more of a I think the first opening. Yeah. I'm, I kinda like that metal vibe, but that's just yeah. me. <laughs> I I love a good anime opener. Like, you know, the I think it's like mm-hmm, Full mm-hmm. Metal Alchemist, uh the the OG, not the not Brotherhood. Ooh, chef's uh, kiss. Man, that, yeah, yeah. that those openings were always so freaking solid. Um so underrated too. Yeah, I agree. I agree. <laughs> um, but like, does this not just set the tone? Like the first one where it's got that kind of whisper, and then it builds oh. up, crescendos into this fantastic, uh, just like quick paced, uh, fast shots of everything that you need to know about these characters. It's violent. It's gory. It's got teamwork. It's got hate. It's got vengeance. It's got power plays. Oh man, the. It's so yeah, yeah. I was gonna say not only the song is a banger, but the actual the the opening, mm-hmm. the visuals is is amazing as well. Um, I think I like the visuals a little bit more of the second mm-hmm. opening. I may not like the song as much as the first one, um, but the visuals in the second opening were really nice. And it took me a while, and then I'm like, oh, 
oh, they did the anime thing. All the stuff I'm seeing here literally just is the plot of the second Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You're not wrong. <laughs> I'm like, oh, no. It made me really sad about the whole Canute and his right hand thing all over again. Every time I see that yeah. uh, that opening. And, like, I don't think any oh. any anime has a second opener that's as good as the first. Usually, like, the third or fourth one, you're like, oh, man, this is this one's really good. But why is that? Why? That frustrates me. See, David, I don't think... Why? I, I think... Do you have I think idea? that's that's us. I think that's 100% us. Okay. I, don't, I think we yeah. as humans okay. don't like change. <laughs> so we sit there and go, it's not what I wanted. It's not the same thing. It could be objectively just as good, if not better. Yes. But we sit there and exactly. we go, no, nope, it's, not, it's not the same. I don't care. It's not what I want. Because <laughs> like, like Fire Force, uh, I, the first two openings of Fire Force mm-hmm. um, are great. I think this, even though I like, and this is, I think, not you say that maybe you're right. Maybe I'm just a dumb human being because in the second season of Fire Force, the first opening by Amor um, is a, is a button. <laughs> and then the second one is done by Lisa. I'm, uh, so they got these two ladies who have done anime openings for all types of cool <laughs> shows. And I'm like, I love them both. And I'm like, but the first yeah. one, Lisa, uh, but the first one, though. <laughs> I feel so unfair. Yeah, it, I think I think it's just really what you were first exposed to, and like you just get so comfortable with it, and then when things change, it's it's hard to deal with that. Um, and I like I I was watching Food Wars, um, which oh, great anime. Um, yes, sir, yes, sir. and yeah. I remember listening to the end credits change, and I was like, that's it's not, it's good, I guess. <laughs> But it, yeah, I think that's the. Uh, it's good. It's not. It's not what I yeah, want. It, it's not that cute, upbeat kind of. You know, it just it feels <laughs> so peppy and light. And like even after like the fact that this guy's food could have killed someone had they not prepared it in just the right way, and it blew all of their clothes off. Um, like it just kind of brings you back down to earth from the ridiculousness, the fan service, uh, and mm-hmm. then you're just like. Really yeah. Does. All right. This is this is nice. This is always a little bit a little chill. And then anytime it changes, it just like mm, okay, I guess. Yeah, we're here. Yeah, and the thing is, like, I usually don't have. I feel like I don't have this bias all the time because I'm a big fan, and it's you know it's kind of ties back. This is what we call guys. <laughs> um, but <laughs> I I think Spider Man Two, um, Sam Raimi's uh-huh. Spider Man Two. Is probably one of my favorite comic book movies of all time, and it's I think it's objectively uh-huh. better than the first yeah. one. So it's like I feel like I have the mental capacity to understand that for some mm-hmm. things, like I I can do it, but you know it, it's it's a I'm just doing too many mental gymnastics. Yeah, uh, it it <laughs> try to make it takes work. time to like pull away from it, and like you know mm-hmm. I think. I think there are a few exceptions, you know, talking about comics, we, we could, we could take the Batman Dark Knight trilogy because we all know oh, yeah, number two yeah, is yeah. the best one. Uh, number two is legitimately the better and, one. I will always stay. On and everyone will probably like sit there and go, yeah, no, that's like, they walked out of the theater and said, <laughs> that is the best one, you know, no yeah. matter what. Yeah. Um, I would say that probably like X-Men, a lot of X-Men movie fans, the original X-Men, um, yeah, X two was probably probably the better one. Yeah, it, as well. it hits those themes of what X Men characters have to deal with every single day. Um, before it got too cartoony with X Men three, 
I, was that last? Was that called yeah, Last Stand? Yeah, Last Stand. Oh, my God. I think I have that on VHS somewhere. I'm so sorry, my dude. And, yeah, you know what? I may have to dig it up and then dig it again, put it in, like, put it in a ditch. <laughs> um, I don't know why. I have, you know what? I do know why. Okay. No story. My aunt, aunt, uh, aunt Gail, shout out to Aunt Gail. Thanks, Aunt Gail. Um, <laughs> yeah, thank you for buying me this. VHS tape. It was a Christmas uh, present, or my, no, uh-huh. birthday. Because my birthday is in January, so it was yeah, it was after Christmas. And she was like, "Oh, you like comic book things?" And the I guess the tape, the VHS came out recently or whatever. So and she gave it to me, and I watched it. And I look at the time, I probably oh, liked yeah. the movie. Uh, I probably liked it because it's when I think about it, the action was kind of funny. It looked, it was flashy, it was cool. Um, was that the movie where Colossus is just like running through the the school, just barreling through walls or something? Uh, Juggernaut or... does that with like uh, a bunch of like ju- yeah, he Juggernaut goes he's does. running through like whatever prison facility or whatnot. Yeah, yeah, I just remember like oh yeah. I dig that, I dig that, yeah, that's edgy. yeah. <laughs> and I'm, like, I'm the Juggernaut, bitch. Yeah, all right, yeah, <sighs> yeah, that's that was our lives <laughs> what, at one. What point. we had. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say what we had in comic book content, man, was a uh, hit or miss. Quite a, a more miss, yeah, and a lot of misses. A lot of misses. Uh, I'm since yeah. we're on this little tirade. Um, what is your favorite comic book movie? That's kind of maybe that might be you probably get asked that. Um, a lot though, right? you know, it changes pretty frequently. Um, mm-hmm. I think right now, uh, based on recency, uh, I, I, yeah, I watched Logan not too long ago. And if yeah. you want a movie yes. that's gonna fuck you up, um, watch that and sit there and just listen to Johnny Cash after after you do the movie and if you don't feel something like you can't connect to you can't be empathetic you just you've got sociopathic behaviors probably built in there cuz yes. that cuz um in on comic trades monthly we're doing a movie bracket challenge uh 100 movies Ooh. 50 DC 50 Marvel and we're trying to find which one's the best one and it's oh, so, oh man, it's so bad. It's so bad. There's so many shit movies out there, man. Don't don't do what we did. It just just listen to us talk about it. Um, and th- we we just did the Wolverine, which is like the the second movie in the Wolverine trilogy. Oh my god! Yeah. And there's a yeah. there's a scene where where she's where this person's like, I saw how you died with your hand in your heart. Um, your powers are gone, and like you think about it and like yeah that is exactly what happens in that same movie but he dies in logan <laughs> with his daughter's hand with your with your with your heart in your hand and he's holding her hand and he's sitting there bleeding oh, his powers have left him <sighs> fuck man that's that i i think you know what I, yeah I, I did see that in theater so that was i can't I was thinking about it, and I was like, if this wasn't called Logan, and this was just mm-hmm. a movie, I'm like, man, this is this is a pretty solid movie. But if you add that mm-hmm. context, you add the the characters, they add the um, the the universe that they were trying to trying Fox was mm-hmm. trying to do. Um, it was such it was such a powerful mm-hmm. movie, and and I've always wanted to like show it to somebody and just be like. And give them no context Ooh, yeah. about it, and just kind of s- sit them and just let them watch it. Because um, I feel like, how can you hate that movie? Like it's like you may may not think it's the best movie I've ever seen, but like there's no way you can hate 
<laughs> just like right? that. Like movie. it doesn't have a lot of the same issues that you you see with Marvel movies. And 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 I'll you know as much as I am a stand mm-hmm. for Marvel movies, um, I I also have my <laughs> my problems. Of, like everyone ends with same versus same. They so very rarely get the bad guy to be in a situation where they can come back. So the bad guy usually dies by the end of it. Um, like there's yeah. there's lots of problems. And Logan does a lot of that right. So there, there is a same versus same fight. But it's not quite the same um, because, you know, there's the clone of Wolverine that he fights, but it's not the end battle. Um, and yes, yes. So good. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, I think that's why I like um, when because I'm real. I'm a big critique. Uh, I, 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 critique, I critique One Piece a lot and it's kind of a, a running gag nudge nudge on the show that I do. That you know, or One Piece, you know, it's mm-hmm. it's all right, it's average, and like I like to like, you know, not get people upset, but I do like joke about how One Piece is, is not as great as that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and I think as a shonen, it's your stock sure. shonen. Um, but I think there are shonens that can do what things like One Piece does, but you know, with a twist. And I think, like you said, Logan does what other comic book movies has done before, but with a little mm-hmm. twist and. And I think that's why I think my favorite comic book movie is a Marvel MCU movie, actually. But I think it's one of the better ones. But okay. let me so don't judge me All quite right. yet. But I think objectively, I think one of the better MCU movies is Winter Soldier. I think Captain America Winter Soldier was one of the better ones. Um for the same reasons as you mm-hmm. kind of brought up with Logan. because uh, I do think it was kind of what I think MCU was should have been doing, because I thought they were going to do genre movies, but with comic book characters. I felt like Winter Soldier was a spy movie, yeah, yeah, you yeah. know, but it just happened to have Captain America. In, yeah. You know what I mean? Um, and I think that's why I liked it so much. You know, um, I, I still think MCU still could they they could still do that. I hope they do. Like it'd be nice to see a comedy. But this happens to be well. They do color. They, they put in comedy in yeah. every goddamn movie. Not every movie has to be a laugh out loud <laughs> affair. I'm looking at you, Thor. Oh Ragnarok. man! But um, Thor but, Ragnarok um, saved it, man. After after coming off of Thor: Dark World, the fact that that's yeah, in fact, the fact that that's the best Thor movie <laughs> made me worry about the whole Thor ch- lineage of movies. But um, yeah, I was gonna so maybe the. I was gonna say, what are your thoughts with um, Deadpool? Because they have the rights to Deadpool now, right? So, so. They, Kevin Feige, the guy who's like has got his fingers in all the pies, he's the puppeteer for the MCU stuff. You know, if, if a Marvel yes. movie is being made right now, he knows about it. He helped write it. He's got connections. He's got. <laughs> he's the man with a plan, right? Um, yes. And so he has said that like Deadpool is gonna continue happening. We're gonna continue keeping it R rated, and we're probably just not gonna let it connect at all with the rest of the world. Um, which is scary. Ooh. But little little worrisome, but I'll I'll take I'll you know yeah, I'll take I think I think there's I think there's potential. And I I really yeah. enjoyed uh Deadpool one and two. Deadpool two had some oh, issues. Yeah. You know, they fridged the woman and Oh my yeah, god. Yeah and like there there's still some solid solid moments in, in Deadpool two. Deadpool one's the superior um but oh yeah, yeah! I'm yeah, excited yeah. to see whatever they whatever they do next with Ryan Reynolds and and just the Deadpool property. I don't know, pull a pull a Logan, but with Deadpool, I I'd, I'd watch the shit out of that. I 
why not? Why? Because look, um, I, you know, look, I feel bad for bringing this up because it feels like I'm a, I'm a, we call it a, you know, when weebs, you know, like when people talk about, yeah, I watch uh, Dragon Ball mm-hmm. Z, you know, and it, and I, and then I bring up, uh, you know, Mar- uh, Deadpool kills the Marvel yeah. universe. Is that the same thing? Like, do people, <laughs> when people bring that up, and they're like, oh, of course, everyone reads that. You know, everyone's you know, read that. But, yeah, um, I'm, I'm, I'm such a person that, like, hates gatekeeping. Like, you want to you wanna call yourself mm-hmm. a fan after reading, like, a single issue? Fuck yeah, do that thing. You know, there's yeah, there's exactly, no reason to, exactly. to try and say, like, well, you need to you need to read all of Vinland Saga to be a fan. Like, no, you don't. I just barely started picking up the manga. Uh, you know, that shit's expensive. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, look, it's hard to be a geek of any kind yeah. these days you know it's i mean it's, it's easier because there's a lot of access but the the, the cash toll man it's it's yeah. no joke no it's i don't know like do what makes you happy you don't have to spend every every mm-hmm. waking moment learning everything just to be happy like watch the movies and like think hear guardians of the galaxy is the best thing ever and never read the comics because man those early guardians comics are not good Oh, I've never touched those. Oh, but I think I used to love. I love the early like Teen mm-hmm. Titan runs. Um, I for the love of me, I do not know who did. I it was the big. It's the one popular writer. I can't. I can't think of his name. But um, I love those runs. I love Cyborg in those. Um, I love the idea of death of Deathstroke and his involvement and in, in those comics uh, with Jericho mm. and. Uh, her, her, his brother. I'm mad. I can remember Jericho, but I can't remember. Uh, oh, was it what's whatever his daughter? Rose, Rose? and, and uh, I, I think it's just Rose. I think that's his only daughter. I'm just not Rose. as big okay, of a DC okay. person okay. as I as I am Marvel. So, oh, I was gonna say I don't know which I am. I just have I just know that I've yeah. read comics, and I'm like I know that I think. But um, wasn't oh yeah. I was thinking I would love to see if they if they just had fun mm-hmm. with Deadpool, like you said, just. You know, if they're not going to connect it, I, I, I mean, I kind of do wish they do something with Deadpool and the X Men, kind of keep that yeah. thing going, because they have the X Men pro- or they're sharing the property. So they right? they or... own X Men now. They're still sharing the property of Spider Man with Sony. Spot. Okay, that's the one they're sharing. That's right. Okay. Yeah, I was like, just look, do do a. You can do an easy. And I guess I don't know how easy it would be, but pick a few X Men, throw in Deadpool. Maybe get one or two movies out of it. End it with a bang with Deadpool kills off the Marvel or just kills MCU. They could really yeah. do something like that. And just just for they, fun. They, they bring back Robert okay. Downey Jr. and like he like shoots him in the head and is like, why was that so oh. hard? Why couldn't any of you do that? Look, look, Disney Plus. <laughs> you guys listening? I know you listen to this show, right? So um <laughs> David's got David's got yeah. the ideas. Hire my boy. Uh, um do Deadpool kills the MCU on Disney Plus? It be, if WandaVision is a hit, this big of a hit, um, and it feels like Fal- the Win- Falcon and the Winter Soldier one is going to be just as big, if yeah. not bigger, because it has so much momentum now after WandaVision. Um, yeah, but look, God, Disney knows they how to sure make do. Book. They know how to earn my <laughs> buck too. Like, oh, oh, trust me, trust me. They they have my money. Um, they, all they, they they tell me to sit, I do it. They tell me to jump, I ask how high. It's it's really? ridiculous. <laughs> uh, uh, look, I 
I look, I felt like we've talked yes. about lots and I don't want to take too much of your time. Any much more, more of your time. So I do want to leave you some time here at the end to let you, you're, I mean, you talked yes. about your show, um, your podcasts, which I implore everyone to listen to, especially the comic book one. Um, and I'm going to get to the, the cosplay. One. I really want to try listen to the cosplay one. Um, that just, that's just be a world I'd be entering that I have literally no knowledge of about other than just I know people do it and people do uh, yeah. it well. That, that's how I started on the show. Like I, I first was just the editor and I was like, I've maybe done this like once or twice. Like I, I wouldn't consider myself a cosplayer at all. And now like a hundred episodes in, I'm part of the main cast and I was like, yeah, you're a cosplayer. You went out, you bought a t-shirt, you cosplayed. It's awesome. You did it. Look, I was going to say, if you publish the podcast episode, you're a podcast. It's yep. too late. You can't. No Casey Baxies. You, you're, you'll be hooked on different shows. You'll want to do different <laughs> shows. <laughs> There's no going back. I, um, but if you wanted to talk about your show yeah. anymore here or plug your social medias, um, anything, I'll have it all in. Uh, I'll put it in the show notes, guys. Awesome. Don't worry. Just go to the bottom, look at it, and we'll have it all done uh, for you. But if you want to talk any about that, yeah, thank you. Um, so Dungeons and Chill, like I said, uh, we're on Twitter at Dungeons and Chill, the letter N. If you enjoy high fantasy, elves, orcs, you know, giant battles, um, if you think Critical Role, you know, this this might be up your alley. Definitely not, you know, voice actor quality. Definitely not at the beginning. Gotten a lot better. Um, but we cut out like all of the boring like rule stuff and side table talk. So it's just the game for you and like. We're, we're, we're doing original stuff. We're, uh, we've got like a huge backlog of episodes, so you're good there. Um, Oof, if you lovely. enjoy comic books and you kind of enjoyed what C-Dub and I just did, I do that all the damn time on Comic Trades Monthly. Um, and, yes. you know, at, at this rate, C-Dub, I'm going to have to have you on there to uh, because, like, this was, this was fantastic. I need, I need more of this in my life. Look, I, I, I love it. I didn't want to say it first. I thought I was jumping the I gun. I don't want to look. I've done this with many women. I don't want to. I don't want to be too forward in this, you know, future relationship that we've got yeah, here. You know, it's you know, I wanted to tiptoe <laughs> to it, but look, I don't care if it's any book, any manga, up Hell to yeah. you. I'll read it. I'll buy it. Hell yeah. Um, but if you want to hang out with us on Comic Trades Monthly, you can follow me on Twitter at Comic Trades Pod. Um, or finally, last and not least, there's cosplay stitch and seam, which is where I talk about cosplay, and I'm again, I'm the Everman. I don't, I don't know everything about it, so I'm going to ask <laughs> the dumb questions. Um, I'm, I'm getting better. I'm getting a lot better. Um, and yeah, if you just want like some wholesome content where just like we're trying to build a great community and listen to people and share our experiences, cosplay stitch and seam, uh, really great place. Awesome people. Thank you so much. Um, definitely make sure you guys check out these shows. Uh, like I said, every, all the information will be there for you in the show notes of this episode so you guys can check out David's work. Um, th just thank you. Uh, thank you again for just wanting <laughs> to come on because, like I said, look, small potatoes guy here, and I feel like I got on. Oh, man. <laughs> I kind of feel because when I was like, man, I don't know how this is going to mm -hmm. go. Man, I, is this? You know, I, I, what, what am I gonna ask? Uh, you know, what shows has he seen? Man, you came out, came out Thank rocking you. it, going with the flow. I love it. Um, you know, I like to keep things sure. concise, 
strict, but I kind of like rolling with the punches, and that's exactly. <laughs> and I'm glad you did exactly that. So hopefully it wasn't too uh, loosey goosey. I guess is the is the term I'm trying to look I loved every for. second of it. Um, I loved every second of it. <laughs> I loved every. Oh I loved man, second. top so, three. There you go. Yeah. So yeah, I, look. That's what I like to look. It's my fair show. enough. All right, I, I concede. I concede. <laughs> <laughs> but thank you so much for coming on. Uh, I hope you guys enjoy uh, this episode of uh, Weebcast. I hope you enjoy more guests in the future. I'm going to try to do them. I'm going to try. It's, it's hard to find the time and lovely people like David. It's hard to find yeah. good people, right? Um, but we're going to do this more. Um, you're totally welcome back. Oh, I you mean, can count on it. You can count on it. Up. Anytime you need me, yeah, I, I am here. If well, hey, don't say that, or I'm going to be blowing your phone up or something. All right, don't don't tell me that. <laughs> You're going to get tons of messages. But yeah, Eddie, want to do a show because there's there's a lot of anime that I think that, like Vinland Saga. I think I mean people have forgotten it, but I think there's some other shows that people have totally probably thought it dropped off the yeah. face of the earth, and we could probably do another great uh, talk about it for sure. Um, so that'd be great, but. Let me just be real with you guys. When you think of anime, you think of Crunchyroll. When you think of food delivered real fast, you think of Postmates. So when you think of podcasting, what do you think of? Or at least when I think about podcasting, I think about Anchor. Anchor is the perfect place if you want to start your podcast. You can talk about all kinds of things. You don't just have to talk about some weave stuff that I talk about. See, in Anchor, there's a set of creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right on your phone. It's crazy. And Anchor will actually distribute your podcast for you. It can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more platforms. You can even make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. All you have to do is just download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Thank you guys for listening and supporting the show. Like you said, I mean, like I said, I'm talking about third person stuff. Um, like, you keep sharing the show. Keep sharing it with your friends and family. Keep connecting weaves. Let's treat each other with some respect. We're all weaves. So, you know, we're sad anyway. So let's let's do that much as well. Um, my Twitter is also in the show notes. My Instagram is in there. Instagram is at WeaveCastTV. Twitter is based senpai. Um, I just tweet hot takes. Um, talk about One Piece. How wide I don't think it's all that great. But, and the occasional uh, pop culture jokes. So if you like that, you can check me out there. Also, if you want to support the show, there's a little link in the bottom, at the very bottom, where it says support the show, where you can go to um, give it just a flat little donation. It helps me out a lot. Really do appreciate it. Or you can go to the Patreon, patreon.com forward slash webcast show. That'd be a lot of cool perks, real cheap. Get your dollar, get early episodes, get all that cool and good juicy stuff, Q&As, much more and more. But uh, so check that out as well. Um, thank you so much for um, listening. And this is David, my <laughs> new friend, our new friend. He's one of the, now he's part of the WeCast gang. And <laughs> I'm C-Dub, a.k.a. Chris, a.k.a. Marie, a.k.a. The Independent Bro, a.k.a. He's going to have to eat some of this Taco Bell a little bit in a minute. And we'll see you guys later.